Hi, everyone. This is Carolyn from Second Serve. Who is excited about the French Open? The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris, and you can watch every court live on Tennis Channel Plus. You can watch it on your phone or smart TV live in HD. So you can watch it at work or while you're waiting in your kid's carpool line. Live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. You can be there when it happens with Tennis Channel Plus. Hi, this is Carolyn, and Aaron is here with me, and we are very, very excited to have Alicia and Liz here from USTA National. Alicia is a coordinator with USTA, and Liz is the manager of national championships and the National League administrator. Um, Thank you guys both for being here. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having us on. We're excited to talk some tennis with you guys. Okay, so the first question's for Liz. Can you tell us what it's like managing the national championships? Sure. Well, first of all, I have to say that this is probably my favorite job that I've ever had before. And there are so many things that go on and happen behind the scenes that folks don't even know about that um, you know have to happen in order for you know nationals to take place. Most players just kind of show up and they get all their goodies and they go out and they play their matches. They go to our player party and they like they leave and they're like, oh, that was a great time. And behind the scenes, we're running around like you know crazy with our heads cut off. But we always hope the players never feel that that piece to it. But um, so Alicia actually helps me out a lot with these nationals. We have so much work that goes into them ahead of time. We've actually already started planning for our 2022 and 2023 nationals. If you can believe. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. We are definitely early birds. We try to get as much done as early as possible um, because things like COVID happen and all of a sudden you are, you know, flipped around and you're trying to figure out what's going on. So we try to be as prepared as we, we can. We are so excited that nationals are back in 2021. We missed it terribly in 2020, as I'm sure most of our players did. Um, you know, it's a really busy season for us. Um, I'm on the road for seven weeks straight during nationals out, you know, running events, but it's, I don't mind it. I love uh, being out there and being behind the tournament desk and seeing all the players and you know, the excitement. You have to be extremely organized and detail oriented for national championships. Like I said, there's so many little moving pieces that go into it, you know, from the big stuff, like, Hey, you have to have courts and balls to play. Like if you have those things and you're, you know, kind of set, but you know, we right. have introduced some new programs. Um, one of them is color wars. This will be our third year of doing it. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that, but every section gets assigned to a color. And then when they come oh. to nationals, yeah, they come dressed and decked out and oh. our players have really embraced it. Um, even our guys, our very first year, we had at our 40 and over mixed doubles, the team from Northern, um, they had painted their toenails to match ah. the color work colors. <laughs> yeah, all the ladies in their team talked them into it. And, you know, I we were just so thrilled to see everybody kind of embrace that and be proud. For example, Missouri Valley was pink one year. And so at all their sectionals, they had pink flamingos lined up. And so players oh. were taking pictures of that and posting it to Facebook. And even when they came to nationals, the guys were decked out in their pink shirts and, you know, just really embracing that pride of representing your section. And as you guys know, kind of from Southern, you play a lot before you even can think about yes. it. Yes. So yeah. It's many so levels. hard. Yeah. It's so yeah. hard to get to sectionals. And so yeah. by the time, you know, you, you make it there, like you have a lot of pride that, hey, you're that team that's representing Southern at that level. And we really wanted to encourage that with our players. Um, so the Color Wars was a, a really fun piece that went into it. But a lot of the planning with that is um, we did wristbands to exchange. And so we were sorting wristbands for like a week at a time. We had like six volunteers <laughs> in a room counting out, okay, this one you need yeah. to go to this place. There's a lot of wristbands. 
It is. Yeah, it was, so I still can, I, I could tell him by smell the color. I'd be like, oh, that's right. great. <laughs> At that point, I had him memorize down. But, you know, just something like that, that when the players show up and they're like, oh, I get these cool wristbands to exchange all the work that yeah. went in behind that of, you know, finding the colors and then doing all the ordering and shipping out and counting and things like that. So it's a lot of uh, details and pieces that go into it, but we absolutely love it. We've never been to na- um to nationals, okay. right, Carolyn? Yet. We're not trying. Yet. We're hoping. Not yet. We're hoping we, to be able both... to meet you in person. One yes. day. Yeah, that's absolutely. our goal. Yes, that's our goal. We we have these short and long term goals, and that's definitely one of them. But um, so how many different? Well, two questions, I guess. How many different areas or sections go to nationals, and does that stay in the same location, or is that something that you move around each year? Yeah. So we have um seventeen sections who make up the USTA, and so we have spots for every one of those sections to come and play at a national championship. So of every section sent and every level that we offer, it's um, 612 Ah, teams that come. Wow. We start the first weekend in October and we go through the third weekend in November. And on any given weekend, we'll be running um, anywhere from two to four different locations across the U.S. Uh, So for example, we have one weekend this coming year that we'll have events in Phoenix, Arizona, Surprise, Arizona, Orlando, and then also in Oklahoma. So we're staffing, you know, all of that. And we kind of recruit, like Marilyn comes out and she helps. um, And we kind of recruit our other folks to come help. But so we run a national championship for all of the 18 and over divisions. So two, five ladies, all the way up to the 18 over five O's. Um, And all of them are both genders, except for the two, five ladies. So if you come out to an 18 and over four O event, you will see 34 teams there, you know, one male and one female team from each of the 17 sections. Um, We usually have anywhere from 450 to 500 players on those at each and over teams because they're the five lines. Then the 40 and over we offer from 3.0 up to 4.5. And we usually have about 400 to 450 players, you know, for those as well. And then we get into our 55 and over. So we've got the six O's to the nine O's. Um, And, you know, talking about how tennis is a sport for a lifetime, those nine O 55 and over players are amazing. I love going out watching their matches because I'm just like, you know, they maybe aren't as quick as they once were, but they make up for it with their, you know, shot selection and their skills and their ability to, you know, serve and volley and you know, all those things. I it's, Wait, did you say 9-0? Right? Yeah. 9 so, so it's a combined. So our 55 and over combines rating. So 9-0 would be like two four fives playing together or okay, a 5 okay, and four okay. playing together. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. What, at your header level if they were a straight 9-0. <laughs> I was like, wow. At what age right. really good was people. that, Liz? What age? 5 and over. 55 and over yeah. four or five. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, wow. we have That's we cool. have a good yeah. handful of them. Yeah. Wow. Um, they're a lot of fun to watch and play. And then we have our adult um mixed 18s. So that's 6 to 10 And again, that's combined. And that 10 level, you'll see a lot of former um, collegiate players coming out and play because we have some 5-5 right. that will play, um, you know, with the, the 4-5. And then our 40 and over mixed is the 6 to the 9 Then we do also, we have some invitationals, um, our adult 65 and over. Uh, it's not a full-blown national championship yet. We just don't quite have the number of um, players who need to be playing across the U.S. Um, yet right. we need twenty five thousand. Yeah, and we're sitting. At we're getting up there in age. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, we will soon. Aaron, we will. That's, Aaron, that's, that's going to be when we're going to make nationals. We said just give it a few more years. Um, the Invitational, yeah. though, it really mirrors a national championship. We still all seventeen sections come. They still play through local play. You know, to get there, um, it's typically held out in Surprise, Arizona. Um, we usually do it the end of January, beginning of February, the following championship year. Um, and it's a really popular event. And then we also were doing tri-level. Um, so so those two, the the tri-level and the 65s, um, just because number-wise, they don't hit quite where we need it to be to be a full 
full-fledged national mm-hmm. championship. So they don't happen during the fall. We do them in the, the years after. But we're also looking at doing a mixed 55 and over invitational. We were going to try to run that um, this last year, but then again, COVID hit. So right. we're trying to figure out getting um, getting that in there. Are you guys um, getting a sense for how exhausted Liz yes. will be at the end of the seven weeks of that? Oh my goodness. The whole year, not just that. Yeah, it's a busy, a busy time. You could probably plan any event after planning this event. You know, I, I tell you what, it's uh, if you've done a couple of nationals under your belt, you're able to handle a lot of things. Any event that has weather as a piece of it, right. if you can handle and hang yeah. with that, like you can pretty much plan anything else. Yeah. Um, Liz, what is the best part of running nationals? I love like being behind a tournament desk. I really enjoy like interacting with the players and hearing their stories. Um, we had a, a gal from Hawaii last year whose father had passed away and he was a huge tennis guy. And she was kind of like, hey, I'm going to go play this season for him. And then they ended up coming to nationals. And it was just kind of a, a big piece of her healing and her grieving, you know, of, of losing him. But it was so cool that tennis was able, you know, to do that piece. And I just, I really enjoy like the energy of the events and, and being out there. I spend a lot of my time doing admin work. Um, we have to, right now, we, we manually check all the rosters. So all 7,000 players who come through were, you know, double checking ratings, you know, things like that. So I spent a lot of my that time. hours. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the best part. No. no. And just because we run the events back to back to back to back and we have multiple going on, um, we are doing that throughout the entire nationals. So even though we're at week number six, we're still checking rosters, getting people, you know, registered because mixed is just ending and they're getting ready to come to nationals. And so our 18s kind of wrapped up and now we've moved on to this and it's a, it's a lot of really long days. And I think, um, Usually the last week, or I'd say like the last two weeks of September through right before Thanksgiving, I probably don't have a day off. It's just seven days a week going kind of deal. But if I didn't love it, I wouldn't do it. And it, I don't look at it as a daunting. I kind of like, all right, here we go. We're doing it again. Like we're gearing up for national season. So. Great. How excited are people when they win nationals? I, it's amazing. Like I have seen grown men cry. I have Aww. seen like the classic, like, you know, grabbing the water cooler and dumping it on their cousin. Ah. <laughs> um, you know, they just, it's, it's so awesome. Um, and what's also kind of cool though, is like, cause I mean, winning a national is, is an amazing thing, but just getting to nationals is an amazing feat. And with the, the new right. format that we do, we're actually able to see one through 17, like where you place. Um, and before we couldn't do that with flights, oh. it was so difficult. Cause you're like, yeah. I was in the spite of three. And we went one and two, but so compared to all the other flights, like where did I place in the, and it was like, I, you needed like a math degree, you know, to figure it out. And what's really awesome is kind of those teams who finish like that, uh, um, fifth through 13th that they're like, I took eighth. Like we took eighth in the nation. Like, yeah, amazing. that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. amazing. yeah. Cause we'll tell them like, we, you know, how many teams we have at a certain level and you'll have a few thousand, like 18 over three, five teams that are playing. And out of all of those teams, like we're eighth in the nation. Like that's amazing. So that, I think that's kind of a, a little bit, even more of my, my favorite piece too, more so than the teams to come in first. Cause I mean, that's just awesome. Winning a national championship, yeah. like you can't beat that. But for the rest of those teams who maybe didn't make it to Sunday, but they're still so proud as they should be mm-hmm. of that they came exactly. in eighth or ninth, you know. Thanks so much to Liz and Alicia for speaking with us tonight. 
I would be so excited to be on the ninth best team in the country. I also had no idea the number of teams that go to nationals and all the puzzle pieces you have to put together. On the next episode, Alicia is going to discuss attracting the next generation of league players. And just a sneak peek, we find out that 20-year-olds don't want to play us just as much as we don't want to play them. If you'd like to see a picture of Liz and Alicia, please check out our Facebook page, which is Second Serve Podcast. Thanks so much for listening and hope to see you on the court soon. Hey, Second Serve listeners, this is Aaron. Carolyn and I are so excited that the second slam of the year is happening this month. The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the French Open, and Tennis Channel Plus is the place to watch it. Tennis Channel Plus brings you courtside with three weeks of unparalleled access, and they do this with every single court live. Watch on your phone, your smart TV in HD, or like I do, on my iPad while I'm sitting at my desk working all day. I love to flip around to different matches on Tennis Channel Plus to see my favorite players in action. Don't miss your favorite tennis legends battle a new generation of talent and watch exciting new rivalries emerge on the historic clay courts of Roland Garros. If Carolyn and I can't be in Paris in person, at least we can watch all the matches on Tennis Channel Plus. Daily coverage begins on Monday, May 20th. Be there when it happens with Tennis Channel Plus. I know I will be.